Mecha Lecha Hi, Mecha Hiney Ho. <laughs> you ever watch that show? Um, Do you know when that's from? That was on a Weird Al song. Really? Yeah. That's originally from uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. yeah. Fine, fine program. It was. Fine program from my youth. Talking toilet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to hold on. Is this a good level for me? It's a great level, as far as I can tell. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm uh, trying to figure out the best way to lounge in my giant easy chair that I turned into my office chair and crochet and record a podcast at the same time. <laughs> and drink beer. How's it working out for you? I think this will be all right, but in about five minutes, my legs are going to be tired because yeah. they're up on the desk. Mm. It will probably get tired. That happens. Yeah. I need to get um, like an edge cushion for my desk. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, yeah. You know, like pipe insulation? Yeah, so you I don't just, get like the wrist, um, the wrist lines? Well, the wrist thing, and then you get like the, the leg thing or the foot thing. Yeah. When you're like kicking back, trying to kill, trying to kill, yeah, trying to chill, mm-hmm. watching your Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know. Or you're, you're surfing, you're like leaning back surfing, and you're clicking, you got the mouse, and that's cool. And then you get to that point where you're like, oh, crap, I have to type. That's terrible. <sighs> so then you have to, like, sit like a normal human being and then type for a second and then you lean back again. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. For, for me, I'm really, like, I'm really fidgety. So it takes me a while to get comfortable. So I'm always, like, switching positions every two seconds. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm pretty good. My legs are up on the desk. But in like two minutes, my legs are going to start to hurt and I'm going to want to bring them down. Mm-hmm. It just happens. Yeah. Well, you got to you gotta switch it up a little bit because you don't want to get like uh, bed sores from too much computing. Yeah. That'd be a bad That would bad be scene. so bad. Totally. I have this thing where when I'm watching Netflix and I'm sitting on the computer, I, um, I rearranged my room purposefully recently because i wanted to be able to watch my computer screen from bed so i could watch netflix in bed mm-hmm. it's just totally rocking yeah and um i sometimes i sit on the chair though because i'm not feeling like laying down mm-hmm. so i have this thing where i like open um every other drawer well i open like the middle drawer on one side and then i have um, my a place to put my feet when I'm sitting in the easy chair. Awesome. I put my feet in the drawer. So you have a system. <laughs> yeah, you do, to say the least. Yes. You've got that all dialed in. It's all megantastic. I dare you to to do a a post on rentalrevival.com about how to feng shui your, your Netflix uh, experience. your Netflix viewing experience. Oh man, that would be I the should, best. I should totes. Yeah. So I um, want to bring up a point really quick. Um, this is well. First of all, this is episode twenty six, right? The it is twenty six. Yeah. My name's Megan. I'm Jim. Um, and I wanted to bring up a point that when we gave that shout out last episode, um, he he wrote back on Twitter. And he said we were one of his favorite podcasts. I know, right? So 
So second shout out. What's his username? I forget his Michael username. Michael Solis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Michael Solis and his uh his Twitter handle is because everybody's gotta follow him now. Yeah. He's he's our BFF now. He's like our number one fan. And he should be your BFF too. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I think he, he might have surpassed other Megan and third Megan. And possibly my buddy uh, Perry as well. Oh man, yeah, because he 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 doesn't know you in person, right? No, no. So he's, he's like a stranger. the first real fan. Yeah. Ooh. So you you guys got to follow uh, Morpho Rod. He's gonna on be like Twitter. Twenty five to thirty seconds of just <laughs> he's gonna be like unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, unsubscribe. You guys are creepers. I know where he lives too. The other day he was wearing the coolest shirt. It was awesome. Nice. Oh, did I go too far? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you were like, yeah, and I then I saw what place he stopped in to get a submarine sandwich, <laughs> and what time he got off of work, and what and the route that he uses to walk his pet. You know what, dude? I don't like mushrooms either. I noticed you said no on your sandwich. <laughs> that is weird. Too far. Too far. <laughs> we never. We, there, there is no too far on this show. Yeah, we'll go to whatever length it takes. To make you love us. To make you love us well, and to novicify you. Yeah. Not whatever yeah. length. I don't know. I mean, let's just push the envelope, see go. where it goes. <laughs> well, no kissing, right? Oh, yeah, that's the rule. That's yeah, the that line. Is, that is the too far. Right. The too far is no kissing. Right. Right. So, listen, I got a little, little, little audio clip that I need to play for, for the audience. My... Uh, my little boy is on vacation with his great aunts and uncles in the mountains slash lake of eastern Pennsylvania. Sounds awesome. And they were chilling around the campfire. He's he's going to be like the most amazing podcaster ever. Oh, my he God. Needs, he needs his own show. That's your dream for him? Yeah. To be a podcaster? Well, it should be his dream, too, if he knows what's good for him. <laughs> How old is he? He's six years old. Okay, I just wanted to preface that. Yeah. And I'm going to play this little clip that they recorded... They were chilling around the campfire the other night talking about Percy Jackson. So Percy, for those who don't know, Percy Jackson is like this Harry Potter type book series and now film series. Um, Harry Potter-esque, but it deals with Greek gods. Mm. And, and he's super into it. We're going to play this little like minute and a half long clip of Alex just going on about what he thinks about the show and and describing the movie. So we'll drop that in here. Luke, son of Hermes, he actually steals Zeus's lightning bolt. He steals Zeus's lightning bolt, and he actually uses he actually uses Percy, and they and all the gods think Percy stole it, but it was but but Percy returned it, and he told Zeus that he wasn't the lightning thief. And is Percy a real Greek god, or is that just something made up for the movie? Something made up for the movie. Yeah, but it helps you learn about Greek gods, right? Yeah. Yeah. So who's your favorite Greek god? Who do you like to, um, when it's in the movie, who do you like to watch? Who do you think is the best Greek god? Let me tell you, all the, 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 all 
all the gods, all the, all, all, all the demigods, parents, are not in the second movie. They're uh, only in the first one. Oh, okay. So what made the second movie so much more exciting than the first movie? Because they kill somebody that comes back alive. It's so awesome. Mm. Because they're looking for the golden feast to revive a tree. Cool. Yeah, and actually has, in that show, Zeus has a daughter. What's the daughter's name? I just don't know. Okay. But, 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 when they were going to Camp Half-Blood, uh, and... There's there's a cyclops chasing after them. Oh, cool. and, and she actually gave her life. Okay. And she actually got killed. Wow. Yeah. So funny. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's such a funny little phrase because it's it's almost like something a drunk person would say, <laughs> right? It is like let me tell you, yeah, buddy. Exactly. This is how it is. Right. That's funny because it reminds me of um, my little cousin when he was about that age. He did something really funny. Um, he he was like talking to somebody. I don't know who it was. It might have been his parents. It might have been a stranger. But he prefaced this by being like, "Guys, funny story." <laughs> <laughs> That dude, funny story. Nice, I like that. Told a story, but I think it's hilarious because that's like something that a drunken person would do. Yeah, funny story, or like a Jewish grandmother or something. Yeah, exactly. You guys, funny story, guys. (laughs) Check it out. (laughs) That's fantastic. I once played a whole bowling game with uh, uh, my best friend and my boyfriend, speaking like that. Oh my. We were like, oh no, I gotta got a ball. <laughs> Pretty awesome. You're good at the accents. I gotta hand it to you. You can do some voices. I try. I'm not you know, not so much with those. I wanted to be a voice actor when I was little. Well you should be. It's not too late. You should hear the different voices. You could be Gollum in the Hobbit, that's for sure. We've established that. Dude, you know. It's true. It's not coming out right now. I can't do it right now either. I can't do any voice ever, but well, yeah. sure you can. There's one somewhere. I'm, I'm sure it's gonna. You're gonna say it, and I'm gonna crack up. Yeah, maybe someday. <clears throat> It'll I'm, just pop out someday. I'm crocheting a pillowcase. Is it like a nerdy pillowcase or a normal one? It's pretty normal. Yeah. What color? It's plain. Plain. Yeah, it's just like. Off white. Off white. Okay. But I might spice it up when I'm done crocheting it by like adding some. Maybe I'll bedazzle it somehow. <laughs> some rhinestones and cheetah print. You know. Yeah. That's what my whole house looks like. Rhinestones and cheetah print. Yeah. That's There's good. some zebra in there too. Oh, good. And every mm-hmm. once in a while, my bathroom is pink cheetah print themed. You should have, oh, here's an idea, a decor- decorating tip. Different Animal Kingdom theme for every room. That would be cool. Like the African Safari and like the Rainforest and I don't know, the Dog Park. Mm-hmm. Canadian Wilderness. 
Yeah. Caribou. Yeah, moose. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Totally. I want to see a moose in real life because I feel like a deer would look really pale in comparison. Hmm. Because moose are giant. Oh, yeah, they're huge. They have those at the uh, the Columbus Zoo. I don't know if they have them in Cleveland. Though. Oh, I've never been to the Columbus Zoo. They don't have them in Cleveland. Oh, it's super nice. It's Is an it? amazing zoo. Well, Jack, it's like Jack Hanna's Zoo, basically. Oh, I should go there. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally cool. Yeah, let's check it out sometime. Be sweet. We'll run down there for the a day. Novice, the yeah. Zoo. We'll take Alex with us. He'd probably give us a tour at this point. Oh, he man. He knows all about that zoo. Let me tell you about the moose. <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty much. That would be awesome. Yeah. So. So this week, my friends, we are here. Let Let us tell you. About a little TV show we've been watching called Once Upon a Time. I love it. ABC series came out in, premiered in 2011, and they're entering their third season. This week we're talking about the first half of season one. Yep, 11 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So split so right th- down the middle. What do you think? This this show, oh boy, how long have I had to prepare for for this episode? And I'm 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 now at a loss for words. <laughs> That's okay. It's natural. It's natural. Yeah, podcasting is all about spontaneous reactions. To me, this hits like all the points of like the perfect TV show. Yeah, what are those okay. points? Well, the first thing is. It's it's engaging, meaning you you get sucked in and invested in the characters. You care about the characters. You want you care about what happens to them. What's nice about this series is that you get a very satisfying, complete story in every episode, but you still want to immediately start watching the next one. Yeah. It definitely has like mini plots, but cliffhangers at the end of everything. Right. And that's why I think this show works so well for me is because it it seems like there have been a lot of TV series in recent years where you have to watch like an entire season to really get it. Right. Or it doesn't it doesn't really stand alone from from one episode to the next. It's not terribly satisfying. And that's kind of a it's a big comic book problem these days too. Right. But with this, you get a nice meaty story with with subplots and a a resolution of some level. Or a discovery of some level. Right. Right. And then you also kind of get the tease for the next thing. Right. I really love one of my favorite things about watching this show is like waiting for the next fairy tale character to pop up. Like, who's she going to be or who is it going to be? You know, because I don't know, like any little instance of a known person in a fairy tale that I see gets me like super excited. Yeah. 
Did you notice how um, Jiminy's um, Jiminy Cricket's dog in this is a Dalmatian? Its name is Pongo. I didn't notice that. No. That's the name of the dog from 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, it totally is. I was wow. so I was like pumped when I heard that. See, there's a million Easter eggs in this show. Yeah, and that's one thing. That's another thing that's that's really reward, rewarding about it is you. I kind of feel like on one hand, you could watch it a little bit casually in the background. Like if you were going to do something else, like clean the house mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not that I do that, but mm-hmm. theoretically, so I've heard. You have your maids do that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if you sit there and really pay attention visually to it and pay attention to everything they're saying, then there's a lot there to reward you. Definitely. Because there's there's a lot of visual uh, visual Easter eggs, you know, what would seemingly be throwaway lines of dialogue that, that refer to uh, a particular incident in, in the fairy tales or a different character or, or something like that. Right. So there's, there's a lot of, of that sort of thing to, to chew on. And uh, I guess, you know, we should step back at least just for a second and just briefly explain if anyone hasn't seen once upon a time, the, uh, the the elevator pitch explanation of what this is is it's basically uh, take every fairy tale and fairy tale character you you've ever read about as a kid or whatever and the the evil queen from Snow White places a curse on all of the story book characters the all of the fairy tale characters and they are transported to this town in Maine called Storybrook right and the the main character is is a is a woman her name is Emma Swan she's the daughter of Snow Snow White and Prince Charming and none of the uh, fairy tale characters, except for two, know who they actually are. Right. Which and, two are you talking about? Well, th- the witch knows, the queen mm-hmm. knows, and Rumpelstiltskin knows. Does he, though? Yes. Because he always acts like he might know, but it never actually says he does. does no, it? he does. At the end of, I guess it's at the end of episode 11. Okay, because I watched up through half of that episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. He gets put I mean, I've in, seen it before, but. Yeah. He gets put in jail for reasons. Right. And the queen comes in. Well, she's the mayor of the town, but she's actually the evil queen. And she comes into the jail and talks to him. And she knows what's up. And she thinks that. That he knows who he is or remembers who he is, but she's not sure. Mm-hmm. And she says, they're talking about whatever. And she says, tell me your, your name. I want you to tell me your name. And in, in Storybrooke, his name is Mr. Gold. Right. Okay. But she's like, no, I want you to tell me your real name. And he's like, 
Mr. Gold has been my name as long as I've been on this earth mm-hmm. or in this world or whatever. And she's like, tell me your name from before you were in this world. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, the other thing he did that was kind of a clue. Oh, and crap, I can't remember exactly what he said, but um, when it was like the first episode or like maybe the second episode, maybe, where um, we find out about her dealings with him in the fairy tale world. And um, it's like, he wants to make a deal with her because he knows she's up to something about, you know, he, he knows she's up to this curse idea and he wants to make a deal with her about what's going to happen to him in the next world. And, um, he basically, he tells her, I'm, I mean, I'm not really, I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying this. I guess I can just share it. It's all spoilers. So yeah, it's, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's right. Um, he basically tells her he wants to be he wants to be able to boss her around whenever he wants. He wants to be able to like pull favors all the time with mm-hmm. her. And I forget what it is, but there's like a certain phrase that he says he's going to say. And in the real world, when he comes over to talk to her and he like takes an apple from her or something and then he says that phrase and she kind of like looks at him like, "Oh crap. I think he knows what's going on." And like it never is really revealed, but there are little hints like that here and there throughout mm-hmm. throughout the season being like, does he know? Doesn't he know what's going on? Blah, you know? So, um, yeah. So I think that's, I forgot that he was actually like proven to know what he was doing yeah. or know who he was. Yeah. Um, and even, and even her reveal mm-hmm. comes a little bit into, into the series. Like, I want to say like eight episodes in maybe or seven episodes in is when the, we find with the huntsman with the huntsman. Right. That's when we find out that, yeah, she definitely knows what's going on. I mean, it, it always up to that point, it always seems like, yeah, she probably does know what's going on and, and is aware of everything. But in that particular episode is when we get the her reveal Right. And like she always acts aloof because she's the mayor and she's trying to like keep up you know appearances and whatnot. So like we always we think that she probably knows but like there's no real solid proof that she knows until that episode. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I just I just love how every every episode of this has basic you know basically two parallel stories you have um you have what's happening in storybrook uh in the real world but then you also have a parallel story uh, involving those same characters in in the form of flashbacks for fairy tales right and and on top of that there are a few main characters that we pretty much always see stories on throughout the the series like um snow white and prince charming and um emma and henry and the queen like we pretty much always see their stories throughout every episode right but it's like the it's like the monster of the day thing where it's like a fairy tale character of the day where yeah. you have a side story with them 
Yeah, so it's like you get you get an episode that's like this is the Cinderella episode, right? Or this is the uh, the Hansel and Gretel episode. This right. is uh, I really liked the one with the the magic mirror. Yeah, the the genie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so there, every there episode has him. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it was cool. Yeah, yeah, because it's cool to see like oh, I just love how like you see them come to be and then you see their story progress and then it ends where you know them from like with the mirror guy right because like you see him at first he meets the king snow white's father who's like this nice guy and he's the genie in the lamp which is cool because that's a fairy tale kind of thing and then he comes out of the lamp and whatever like the king frees him all like aladdin like and everything frees the genie and um then the genie kind of like becomes his right-hand man kind of guy. And, you know, his story progresses and keeps going for a few episodes until he eventually, and I won't say how, but he eventually ends up as the man, the mirror guy, the, the man in the mirror. I'm looking for the man in the mirror. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and what's, what's really clever about how they've written this show is the all of the fairy tale stories, they're all very recognizable and, and they stay pretty true to a point to, to the, the, the stories that we all know, but they elaborate significantly on them. And in some cases, they take significant twists. Right. Like, like one example would be the the Cinderella episode. Right. Where the fairy god the fairy godmother shows up to transform Cinderella and she gets like immediately killed Blown by Rumpel Stiltskin. <laughs> that is the funniest thing ever. Yeah. It's like, like awesome. Oh, magic will say <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Cinderella's like, what the yeah, and then so Cinderella's in this position where she she has to make a deal with Rumpelstiltskin, and that never goes well. Right. Oh, man, I can't wait till you see some episodes later where, like, they do this thing. I don't know if you've seen it yet so far, but, like, they do this thing where they not only elaborate on stories, but they intertwine them with other fairy tales, other characters become, like... Kind of like how the genie in the lamp becomes the man in the mirror, you right, know, like right. it's like they intertwine, and it's so cool the way they choose certain yeah. characters to have storylines together. It's super awesome. Yeah, definitely. There's like there's one one episode where Snow White's hanging out with Red Riding Hood. Yeah, like they're friends in the fairy tale world. Right. Right. Yeah. And then then the episode where we find out how the queen like was getting her curse and she got it from Maleficent, the Cinderella evil stuff. oh yeah exactly yeah or the sleeping beauty one i mean sorry mm-hmm. not cinderella um okay i have like, s- sidebar yeah okay um of the three walt disney films which is your favorite and why snow white cinderella or sleeping beauty wait only those three of those three the three classic princess films Okay. 
I'm going to I'm going to debate on the classic princess films for a okay. second. Well, let, okay. I guess those are the well, oldest. We can address ones. that. We can this address like, that. But I'm going to have to include Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid in that. I mean, those are like Oh, but then I want to have uh that all starts a whole chain of events. Crap. Um okay, I'm I'll 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 understand your statement because those are the oldest 3. Those are from like a way different era. Um I think, oh my god, I don't know. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna eliminate Snow White. Okay. Even though I was her for Halloween when I was in like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And it was the cutest because I had the little short brown haircut. Um, oh crap, I don't know. I like Sleeping Beauty because I like the the sassy fairy godmothers. Okay. The, the three. But I like Cinderella because I like the hilarious animals, like the mice, like okay. Gus the mouse. My sister and I were just laughing at that, how they're like, I'll cut it with the scissors. And I can do the sewing. You know, it's <laughs> funny. Oh, my God. I can't pick. You can't pick. How am I pick. supposed to pick? Wow. I can't. But I, I mean, between those three, I can't pick. But my favorite growing up was always Little Mermaid. Hmm. Okay. I loved her because she sang beautifully. Yeah. They all sang, but she was Good. like the musician. Like it was her career, <laughs> right? Um, keep singing. Yeah, she was a lounge singer. Uh, and then Ursula's like, keep singing. Oh, I used to always um, like casually run away <laughs> whenever <laughs> Ursula like got really big at the end, and mm-hmm. she like gets really giant and takes over the sea, and I was really afraid of her, so I mm-hmm. would go in the other room. Hmm. Or fast forward. We watched Aladdin last weekend. Oh, man. It holds Won't up. Won't jump ahead of the bread line. Won't skip ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. Yeah. And that's everything. That's a good musical. That's a good one. Yeah. I like how film. the guy is um, Steve from Full House. Aladdin's voice. Really? Yeah, it's DJ's boyfriend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Once you realize that, you cannot separate them mm. <laughs> yeah that's a good one yeah i'm sorry i took so long to decide that that's all right i didn't even make a decision it's okay too Beauty and the beast is so good too though like those aladdin little mermaid i can't do this count because i keep adding more in my head i was about to only say the ones we've mentioned so far but i have mm-hmm. to add lion king holy crap that is one of the best movies of all time. I mean, that's not a princess movie, but it's a Disney, yeah. Disney movie. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then. Um, so where were we? Once upon a time. Um, yeah. So I really, I do like how it balances that like monster slash fairy tale character of the day. And then the overarching plot, it gets really exciting to see who's next yeah who are you most excited to see like um the backstory for well based on based on what episodes i've seen and haven't seen um probably red riding hood Nice. I was I mean, she's been that. in the she's been in a flashback. 
right. you know, hanging out with Snow. Well, no info was given at but all. But we haven't seen the, the classic red story. Yeah, I was hoping you'd say that. And she's... Uh, uh, it's funny because in, in Storybrooke, she's really trashy. Yeah. She's like super makeup-y. Yeah. Short shorts. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for you to see her storyline. Yeah, that's gonna be that's it gonna is be really cool. awesome. Yeah. And I I really liked uh, I get think it's in the first episode actually, where where they're having like the round table discussion and trying to figure out what to do about the queen threatening her curse and everything. And Geppetto's there. And uh, he's got his little boy there. Pinocchio. Pinocchio, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, Pinocchio's carving a wood whale. Yeah. But um, at this point in the series, we haven't seen the Pinocchio backstory either. Correct. So that's another one. But I think we have seen the Pinocchio character and Storybrooke. Really? Yeah. Who do you think it is? Uh, it's the guy that shows up on the motorcycle. Oh, really? Yeah. Why do you think that's him? Because I read Wikipedia. <gasps> Jim! Wah, wah, wah. I was keeping it cool and everything. I know. I know. Shameful. Okay, so absolutely shameful. Media isn't always right. That's true. Hmm. Who? What crazy person just edited that in there? Hmm. Never know. Indeed. Indeed. But uh, I'm just gonna ignore that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's fair. But okay, so I've. Okay, so I will admit that my interest was piqued by, my curiosity was piqued, and I did a little bit of reading, but I've actually tried very hard, because I really, I like this show a lot, and I really, I really enjoy seeing it unfold. Well, what else did so you I've been kind read? Of, I, well, no, 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 that's what I'm trying to get at, is I've stayed away from... From base from except for that one thing, I've stayed away from spoilers. Other than who that character is, okay. So you don't know anything world. about like Red Riding Hood's background, no, or nothing. like anybody else. Okay, nope. Good. Yeah. Don't look it up, man. You're gonna, gonna love it so much more when it happens in front of your eyes. Yeah. No, I'm sure I will. So, um. Oh, you know, one thing that I wanted to make sure that we that we addressed talking about this is is how amazing the female characters are. Like how yeah. strong they are. Like Emma Swan, total BA. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, and, she's like the Bond Baylor. Yeah. And Whatever. Snow White is a freaking badass in this show. She is so cool. She's yeah, amazing. in the fairy tale world. The yeah. cool thing about her is that in the fairy tale world, world she's like super amazing and like strong woman. But then in the in the like storybook world, 
um, she's equally as awesome, but she's like super feminine and cute, you know, like girlier looking like she's more soft and more like the Snow White that we would see uh, in a fairy tale. You know, right. I love how they have like both sides of her because they're both really awesome. There's yeah. no one that's, you know, I don't know, comes out stronger than the other. They're both really cool. It's yeah. like the 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 one in the story broke. Her name's Mary Margaret, and you know she's like a teacher for kids, and like she's really um, super into animals. And- yeah, she loves people. She volunteers at the hospital. She hangs up little birdie houses in her yard. Like she's super cute. Yeah, I like it. I like Emma. Yeah, yeah, Emma's good too. She's. Uh- She's interesting because she's she's really smart. You know, she's got she's got really good street smarts. Mm-hmm. Um she's got some baggage. Right. Because of being an orphan, basically. Mm-hmm. But um you 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 see her you see her start to change almost immediately but then it kind of grows over time to where she's developing more of a relationship and becoming more accepting of like being with Henry who is her son. Right. What right. do you think of Henry? I think Henry's great. He's a super cool super cool character. Um I kind of I can't help but wonder if maybe there's maybe there's a little bit more than meets the eye there. With yeah, Henry, like, but actually, I don't really know. Yeah, and actually, um, I don't think it really reveals anything in this season at all because I can't think of anything about him other than um, we saw that the queen's father was named Henry. Right. But that's the only thing that I've ever like found out about. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think it's her father, like reincarnated or something. I don't think no, that's who it is. No, I mean, it's, I have no idea who he is. I mean, as far as I know, um, there, he doesn't have, he doesn't have a fairy tale equivalent and neither. Well, Emma does Emma. Well, no, Emma doesn't. Because she was born in the fairy tale world and then was immediately put into that um magical tree uh the magical tree into the i want to say cupboard, but it's not a cupboard it's a wardrobe wardrobe, and then she gets transported to to our our world and then she gets like picked up as an orphan or whatever um but Henry, who we should explain Henry is. Uh, her son, who she had to give up for adoption, uh, she had him when when she was eighteen, and had to place him with, uh, with an adoption agency or whatever. Uh, and then he ends up getting adopted by the queen. And that's what I want to know. Like, how does that happen? Like. How does a kid in Boston get adopted in Storybrooke, which isn't even real? Right. 
like it's real but no one ever comes in or out yeah that's that's a real interesting thing about storybrook is it's like there's a little bit of inconsistency there maybe i don't know maybe it's not inconsistency isn't quite the right like what do you mean word but um well i don't know i'm just trying to think this out a little bit so henry can come and go he yeah keep going henry can come and go um emma came there but she Okay, so the reason why I bring this up even is because at some point she gets her belongings from think, her apartment in Boston. I think they are shipped. But how, if Storybrook isn't accessible to anyone but basically her? How do they get the mail? How do they, how do they get <laughs> it? See, that's, and that's the thing. Well, okay, I don't think that's it. I, I think... I think it's a little bit different than what you're explaining. First of all, there is an episode, I just watched it like an hour ago, where um, Henry was describing why um, why he could leave okay. to get her. Because like in the first episode of the season, he shows up at her apartment in Boston. And he says it's because he had to come back. He's a kid. He has no choice. He can't like run away and live. He had to come back. And so nothing bad happened because he was coming back. Like, I guess that's what he explained. And then um, Emma, I think Emma can leave because, wait, no, she can't. She tried to and then she got in a car accident. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But I mean, I'm sure like they can get mail deliveries and crap, right? Then the people just go away. I think the only the only reason why people can't leave is because they're characters in the book. Okay. So if like the UPS man comes, he's not like a character in the book. Okay. But that doesn't that doesn't quite make sense though because when the motorcycle guy shows up, Emma asks Henry, she's like, "Who's that?" And he's like, "I don't know. He's never." He's never been here before and nobody else has ever come here. Mm-hmm. I think they probably are not including delivery guys. <laughs> I <Okay>. mean, like, <laughs> that guy was coming to stay. So you know? <laughs> it's invisible and inaccessible to everybody but FedEx. It's not invisible. It's just, like, people don't go there. Like, I don't know. That's what mm. it seemed like to me. It was like okay. some sort of magical force is like not want making people want to go there, you okay. know? Yeah. Um, like, yeah. And then, you know, um, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, um, the guy in the motorcycle was going to stay. He was looking mm-hmm. for a hotel. Right. So that's why it was so weird. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, I guess, I mean, it it has, like, liberties. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. I mean, it's not... If nothing else, it's it will be... It will be interesting to see how they continue to develop that aspect of the mythos. Right. 
What I, I want to know I is really like, like this series. Oh, me too. What I want to know is like when they like are they going to abandon Storybrooke once they're all healed? That's, hmm. I want to know. I don't know. Like, do they? I mean, I don't know how long that'll. That's kind of the other thing is like, how long can you can you maintain this aspect of of the premise with mm. the 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 characters in Storybrooke not realizing who they really are? Yeah, I think you'll have that answered. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I really like how um how kind of kind of backwards it is a little bit. Yeah, it is almost like hearing the story from like a, the wrong side. Yeah, yeah. Well, like the you other... see where they end up, but you don't you don't know how they get there. <laughs> right, then, right, yeah. exactly. Which I guess is like the same thing Lost was, except this is interesting except and that, makes sense, and it and is, is fun, watchable, and watchable, and entertaining. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna get some hate mail through that, that show. Yeah, I don't even care. Yeah, I hate that show. Lost is just not for me. I saw one episode and knew that it was just not. I saw way more than one episode. I saw like two seasons, and uh, I even still was like, "This is so dumb." Yeah. The whole time I was just like doing other things while I was watching it. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Forget lost. Lost. Yeah. Get lost. Lost. Get about it. Yeah. So yeah, this uh, this show is just really neat. Now, one thing I do wish is I wish they had a better special effects budget. Yeah, oh because man. <laughs> the uh when they're in fairy tale land the deer the uh the 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 CG images you yeah. know the graphics are not that great the compositing's kind of bad it's just the a lot of it just kind of screams green screen. Yeah. But the story is there and that's that gets yeah. you through. I know the Huntsman episode when you see the deer, it's like, what is this, a video game? Like, right. all of a sudden you lose reality. Yeah. The Hansel and Gretel episode, the the candy house from the outside, so fake looking. Yeah. yeah. They could have gotten a real house and put shit on it. I mean, stuff. Yeah. Speaking of that episode, did you notice who the blind witch was? I recognized her. Yeah. It's our friend Emma Caulfield who plays Anya. <gasps> That's who it was. Yeah. I was trying to place who it was. She looked super familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I love her in that episode. She's yeah, cute. it was good. Yeah. Yep. Hansel and Gretel. That's a good story. Mm-hmm. That's a creepy thing, man. I'll tell you what, a lot of fairy tales creepy. were really dark. Yeah. Like the, the Disneyized versions and even most of the storybook versions that we read today are very much, like, sanitized. Well, Disney didn't even try to make Hansel and Gretel work. Yeah. That shows you a little something about that, I guess. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, I don't think so. Yeah. I like Grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He's I loved, good. I loved um, how there was, like, Stealthy for a second. Oh, there. yeah, Stealthy. <laughs> stealthy the Dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was like sneaking around. The the unknown eighth dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was good. Good stuff. That was good. What else did I want to say? Oh, um, so yeah, Snow White is badass mm-hmm. in this. Emma's badass. Uh, anybody who who is interested in seeing strong, resourceful female characters, this is the show for you. Yeah. I was really impressed by that aspect of it. Yeah. One of the other things that I really appreciated was even though even though the queen and Rumpelstiltskin are they're clearly the villains in this, they're relatively sympathetic. Like you feel bad for like them. Like you feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. Because she's you know, like just the queen for a second. I mean, she's she's not one hundred percent pure black evil. Yeah. Well, she's... I forget. Do you see her backstory? Oh yeah. With like why she hates Snow White. Yeah, there's a ton okay, of stuff. Yeah. I couldn't remember if you saw that yet. Yeah. 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 Uh I mean she's like ninety seven percent pure black evil. But it's all because of love. Right. Which is really pathetic. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's just kind of that glimmer of she does all of these terrible things, like, repeatedly, but it stems from, like, feeling lonely and sad or whatever. Like, she had feelings at one point. Yeah. And they were hurt. And, like, there's often times where she's, you know, defeated in a slight sense or whatever. And she just looks like she's about to start crying or she is crying. And it's like, jeez, man. And then (laughs) she just busts out with the, with the death and torture or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite parts is when Emma, um, takes a chainsaw to the apple tree. Oh yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's really good. Um, Rumpelstiltskin too. Oh man. Well, he's really tragic. Yeah. Well, wait, how much do you know about him? Well, I saw the episode where it shows he's got a family and he's basically like a normal guy. I forgot that episode. And like they, they keep taking away children or whatever. And, uh, he loses his daughter, loses his wife. And then it's like just him and his son. Mm-hmm. And his son is going to get taken away in a couple of days, and um, uh, so he's like he's, a weakling. He's yeah, he's so, a weakling. He's, he's like kind of crippled or whatever. He's a coward. Yeah, and um, so this guy shows up and wants to teach him like how to defeat the Dark Lord or whatever they call kind of the bad guy in that episode. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that that guy is actually the bad guy. And it's like a, it basically is a, ends up being a trick into making Rumpelstiltskin turn into Rumpelstiltskin. Like the evil one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's like possessed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. His story gets even sadder. I think every, like, all the, both of the villains, like, they just, it's like one of those shows, or not one of those shows, but like one of those scenarios where you actually really pity the, the evil people. Mm -hmm. I really liked the episode with him and Belle. 
Wait, you saw that? Yeah. Okay, see, this is what I was trying to allude to. Like, I, uh, for some reason, maybe it skipped over it when I was watching just now. Um, Which episode was that? Uh, let me check. That oh, You fuck. know what? That might be, like, one past the initial 11. Oh, okay. Maybe. I think it might be, because I'm pretty sure I just watched all 11. Look here. Yeah, well, as a matter of don't fact, read it too is, much. It's, it's episode 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So um, for those of you who are watching these at home, the next episode you're going to see is really cool. Did you know that Jane Espenson wrote some of these? Yes, I did. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Buffy. Yep. Yeah, she's super involved in this show. Mm-hmm. She's one of the one of the producers. or I think she gets billed, I think, as... Uh, consulting producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, ultimately, like, is this the greatest show in the world? No. But it's, like, on the entertainment scale, like, is it entertaining? Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's like a 10. Oh, yeah, it's super entertaining. You know, it's not like, um, well, what I'm getting at is is this. Like, these days, you hear people just raving about shows like Breaking Bad or Mad Men, Walking Dead. Um, I mean, it ended a couple of years ago, but like The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Those shows are kind of like the uh, the high the high benchmark of like just amazing television at its very very best, mm-hmm. and and I get all that and that's fine. And what I would say is is once upon a time at the level of those shows, no. But it's incredibly entertaining, and it's fun. It it has drama. You know, it's not like it's it's not a comedy or anything. You know, it's 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 a drama. It has intrigue, but it's not one of these shows that you're gonna watch and just want to freaking kill yourself after because you feel so depressed or like hate humanity, (laughs) right? Right. That's stupid shit. Yeah, people like break. Okay. Uh, Life confession. I have never seen a single frame of Breaking Bad. High five. Me neither. Okay. I'm sorry, guys, but I have zero interest in that television show. No interest. Another. uh, I'll tell you another one that I I hear people just raving about. That's on Netflix now. It's an original Netflix show. Oh, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. Yeah, what the uh, heck is that? It's supposed to be awesome. The premise is chicks in prison. Yeah. And it's horribly depressing. Oh, is it? Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. I definitely don't want to see that. Yeah. Th- to me, this is this show, Once Upon a Time, just represents like the perfect it's it's like everything that I want in a TV show. Me too. It's like if Buffy was on TV now, it would be like this. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm way, way into the show, and I really want to thank you for recommending it. Yay! You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to talking about the rest of this season on the show next week. Uh, I guess we'll, you know, kind of wrap it up for, for the for the moment, for mm-hmm. for now. Uh, but we'll talk about the rest of season one this week. And um, there's a whole season two that unfortunately is not on Netflix, but uh, I might have to buy it on iTunes or... It might be on soon, though, because season three's coming up. I don't know. We'll have to check the dates. You know what? what Let says. me look on Hulu. Yeah. Does it give you dates for when it comes on? On Hulu? For, well, it's, I think with Hulu, like, it's either on there or it's not. Okay. I think, um, yeah, I mean, when we're done with our podcast right now, I'm totally going to watch more Once Upon a Time. (laughs) I'm putting it back up when we're done. Uh, Season three comes out. Uh, September 29th, I think, is the premiere. Awesome. So, yeah. Got a little bit of time to to catch up on on the show. Nice. Okay. Cool. To catch up on Uwat. Yeah. Once upon a time. O-U-A-T. Uwat. Yeah. Yeah. I just made that up. What? What? Sounds like you're saying what? Yeah. Crazy. What? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Will you will you tell the nice people where they can find us and what they can do? How they okay. can help. Well, nice people. Um, if you want to stay in touch with us and yell at us for hating lost, feel free to tweet us at nerdnovice. Um, you can also email us nerdnovice at gmail.com. Um, you can subscribe on iTunes or uh, leave us a star review or rating, which would be awesome if you could do that. Um, did I say nerdnovice.com? We have that too. Um, and we all we also have our regular tweets, but somehow you guys always find us. So I'm gonna leave that mystery up to you. You find me, and uh, yeah, that that's about it, right? Right on. Cool. That's it. So next week, I'm rest so of season you one. Like oh, thank you so much. I mean, this is like you've given me a gift. Yay! Of, of awesome entertainment. Awesome. So we'll be back next week talking about more. Woo-hoo. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.